This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's Birmingham forever. Let's hear it from the sand. So come on, city, sing this song once more. Girls and boys to Monday night's talk, talk show on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday, that's rather unusual, but we've had a bank holiday. So we've just moved it a couple of days out. Hope you don't mind. Hope we're not inconveniencing anybody. Uh, this show is sponsored by Boar Sports, principal sponsor of Birmingham City Football Club, and of course, MA, Riley French Polishers, and the Garrison Coffee Company. Um, thanks for your sponsorship all year. Uh, we're going to have a summer sort of battle this year. We haven't had one for two years, all through COVID. We've kept you guys entertained and hopefully. Uh, informed and we've had a good laugh but we do need a little bit of a rest don't we Chris? We do yes Right that's Thank enough you. from you Sorry for what you doing Joining us tonight <laughs> Wow what a plethora of people We have an outside broadcast tonight from Breen in uh, Somerset I think yes Somerset He's drinking cider as it is <laughs> It's someone and only Craig Courtney <laughs> It is Somerset It is Somerset <laughs> Somerset. There is Somerset. Oh, are. Who are. Chairman of the board, Alan Watto. Good evening, all. And of course, the only one and only Mr. Rogue himself, Mark Andrew Adams. Good evening, everybody. Hope you're okay. Do we have Ollie in the studio tonight, Chris? Uh, no, he's not very well. No, okay. And then, of course, from myself, good evening, Mrs. Brown. Good evening. <laughs> and we've got. The voice of Birmingham City Football Club on the pitch, the one only Richard Goldie. Who are you? Who are you? Yeah, all good. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. Um, all right we're going to start the show off tonight by uh, wishing Ronaldo all the very best, obviously, with this, the very sad news that he's had over the last um, couple of days. And from every decent Birmingham City fan, our hearts are with you, buddy. Um, Kate, right on and uh, come and sign for us, mate. <laughs> well, that'd be nice, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would, yeah. Uh, look, I always say it, these things are never easy, and, and anything can happen to anybody at a minute's notice. And um, you never know what's around the corner. So value every second you got on this planet. You sure do. Yeah, 
Right, okay, that value in every second we've got on this planet, 90 minutes of torture, 90 minutes of absolute torture at Blackpool. I did laugh, I must say, I did laugh, when somebody posted a photograph of the uh, Blackpool Tower all bent over with blues on tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, good, that was good. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know who did it, but mate, <laughs> I tell you what, quality, that was absolutely super. <laughs> um, I've heard there's been some fracas between our own fans and this and the other. Stop it, stamp it out, crying out loud. Don't you need know, it. You know, you know some, sometimes a little thing can... Can become a big thing. I mm. wouldn't make. I wouldn't make too much out of that. Really. I think, I think that, those six, sort of things happens all the lo- time. Losing six one and and being in the yeah. position that we are. And bear in mind, people had Derby right. Well, the flags have all gone down around here. Had Derby and Reading not been deducted those points, we would be relegated. We mm-hmm. would be relegated. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Think about that. We uh, are like- no better mm. off now than we were last year, the year before, the year before zero. Not one inch have we improved, and that has to stop. Now, I want Lee Bowyer to stay. I want him to have a summer clear out, and I want him to bring some of the players that he wants to work with in. Mm. That's that's it for me, right? I can't stand this constant changing managers, changing managers, changing. Lee Bowyer's a blue nose through and through, right? He's played for us. He won the Carling Cup with us, yeah? And he's a thoroughly nice guy. We've had him on the show the week before he was employed, if you remember, Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. When you, you asked him. I asked him. You asked did, him. Yeah. If the opportunity came to, uh, to manage Birmingham City, would you take it? He said, never say never. And then I said, I said, Chris, I said, yeah. see you in a week. One week later, that man was employed. So and Richard, that, Goldin, I said, Richard Goldin, the Tilton Talk Show is responsible for uh, for uh, employing Lebo, yeah, to the club. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. So if, if it goes no, all no. tits up, if it goes all tits up, you invited him. <laughs> you asked him the question. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> nothing to do with me. Right, Richard, what's it like for you? Um, I take it you're a blue nose. What's it like for you introducing the teams? It's an absolute honour, to be honest. Um, a boyhood dream, I guess. Right, I'm going to say. stop you there. I've been a DJ for 42 years. I've, I've retired Is this the now. question you're going to ask me, Nick? Yep, <laughs> okay. I'm going to do it right at the top of the show. Okay. I want one opportunity to do what you do. Oh, Just at oh. the beginning. Just at the beginning. That's it. You know, actually, it's funny because we were talking about potentially a few years ago, getting the fans to potentially do a little bit sometimes. Right, okay, now's your opportunity. (laughs) Well, the problem is... Listen, the reason I want to do it, right, I've been going since 1973, right? I do have an amazing voice, by the way. And (laughs) I've got a museum to Birmingham City Football Club. I have a room completely dedicated to the Blues here in my house, right? And what an accolade for me to take to my grave, knowing that I've introduced my football team onto that green field. Yeah, it is an honour, as I said, um, a boyhood dream and uh, just fell into it by accident, actually. And um, yeah, it was, it's, it's always a pleasure to go there, win, lose or draw. It really is. Um, the fans are great, regardless of some of the, you know, some of the comments that the fans get. They are generally superb. We are a yeah, different, absolutely. different breed of fans, uh, Blues and uh, it, it's just an honour, guys, to be honest, and an honour to be on the show. It's took a, it's took a while. Chris has never asked me before, have you, Chris? 
Only about 12 times, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was only six when I first asked <laughs> So is there, is there a possibility my dream can be fulfilled? I can't play football. I'm now 60, right? I've never been able to kick a ball. If I wanted to kick it left, it would go right, right? If I wanted to kick it up, it would go over my head. But to do that just once for my football club, wow, wow, wow. I'd, I'd, I'd be on my knees crying, mate, I promise you. Never say never, Nick. Never Thank you, me. Rich. Nice one. You never know. When is nice your birthday? One. When's your birthday, uh, Christmas Nick? Day. Maybe. My birthday's oh, Christmas Day, Rich. I've never told anybody right. before. No, no, no. Never, ever, ever. Uh, it's a shame they don't That's coming. We're, we're over mm. for, well, a third of the way through the year already. Over a third of the way through. Mm. So it won't mm. be long before I'm 61. Now, no, no. I have to do it, Rich, before I pop my clogs, right? My, mm. my absolute... You could write it on my headstone, Right. He called it's not out that the blues. Much of a big deal, Nick. For me, you would be yeah. surprised. He's easy you would be list. absolutely surprised. It would just be the best, one of the best moments of my life. To hear my voice coming through that microphone, it, even if it's just that few seconds where I introduce the team, I would be, I, 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 I never stutter. There you go. There you go. Mm. Never say never. <laughs> All right, matey. Nice one. Um, anyway, on the show, 6 1, we got beat, ladies and gentlemen. 6 1, that simply isn't good enough. Um, it, like I say, I'd like to give Lee this, this summer opportunity, this window of opportunity to do what he needs and wants to do and what has to be done because there are fundamentally things wrong at our football club on the playing field and off the field and in the stands. Yeah. Mm. And around the streets where we've got no burger vans anymore. <laughs> um, Mark, your thoughts on the game? Um, well, I think it's the lowest ebb for a long since time. The eight, since the 8 0 drubbing against Brighton? Possibly, yeah. Against yeah, yeah. Bournemouth. It was just. Um, uh, Bournemouth, I meant Bournemouth. I know we've with the big. <laughs> How many you had, Nick? <laughs> um, Coke. Look, Coke and Coley. It's amazing how drunk you can get on that coke, isn't it? Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, and and not being funny, uh, I'd never drink coke or a <laughs> <laughs> um, No, it's just, um, it's just, well, it's just shocking. There's no other word for it. It was the epitome of players who looked like they wanted to be anywhere else but wearing our, wearing our what, shirt, wearing our badge. What hurts me the most, Mark, is our supporters were up there all weekend, bank holiday weekend, partying away, and I was watching the videos on YouTube and moving on over, and then they get treated to that. Well, I mean, you, you, you see the players run out. Onto, if you were a Blues player, run out onto that pitch, you saw that massive bank of fans mm. that we took up there. Yeah. It'd lift you, but it seems to the absolute opposite. They may as well have worn flip-flops, to be honest, and it was the same on Friday against Coventry. Do you know the man who invented flip-flops? He was French. Oh, here we oh, go. Oh, I was just um, shocked at the complete apathy and the complete lack of effort. And the, the sooner we have a big clear out, the better, to be honest. Yeah. It's, got to happen, it's, got, it's got to be this summer, hasn't it? It's got to be this it's summer. It's got to be. We simply, as a club, cannot continue to go on like this, on the field, off the field, and in the stands. Well, I mean... We can't. We can't. We can't. I mean, we're gonna. I mean, already a lot of people are saying they're not going to renew. They're not going to go next season. Oh, listen, and listen. I, Wait till I the mean, season tickets come out and then find out who renews and who don't. I mean, of course they'll yeah. renew because we're blues, aren't we? We're blues, aren't we? we that's what we are. Go on. Yeah, the the, uh, the, Lee, the Lee in and the Lee out camp is certainly 50-50, isn't it? Is it the that's, Lee camp? 
No, yeah, in no. the middle of Boggle. <laughs> but it's uh, you know, the, which 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 way you camped? Do Do you think it's Lee's fault? I know he's right. He's playing some players out, out of position, which is never good, never good. And we should always be four four two with Birmingham City hard as nails, get stuck in, and give our supporters what we want. Mm. Which it was, I mean, which it was at the beginning of the season. Yeah, commitment, effort. You know, the love for the fans, the love for your football club, the love for being able to be in a very privileged position to play for a football club. Mm. Give it back. Yeah. Is, I mean, is, it, is it one more season, is it, Mark, do you think? I'd say one more season. I'll give him another season. Because like Nick said earlier, at some point, we've got to break the cycle. We can't keep, you know, getting rid of them, getting another one. You know, we've got to stop that. We've got to break the cycle at some point and just say, right, we're sticking with him for, you know, at least another year. I know. I went. You know, to, oh, sorry, I'm not. Oh. No, no. Go on. Then. I went. To, I went to the Blue Stoke game early on in the year at St Andrews. Yeah, mm. and I looked at them two teams, and it, I know we had a penalty disallowed, didn't we? Mm. And I looked at them two teams, and I thought, you know what, these two are solid. They are so going to be. I was talking to a Stoke fan tonight downstairs, mm. and he said, if it wasn't for that run that we went on, he said we'd be in your position. Yeah, you yeah. know. Correct. And he said, he said, I've watched some absolutely dire football this year. Some of the worst I've ever seen. He's 67, something like that. He's older than me, even. He's okay. not quite as old as Auntie Linda. No, but no, he's no, older no. than me, Chris. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, he said, like, it's diatribe. It's been absolutely abject. We're suffering the same. And I don't see why. When I look at that squad of players, yeah, mm. there's some good names in there. Mm. On, on paper, is it the yeah. end? Is it the end of season sort of scenario where that you know there's a bit of a wind down? Look, uh, we're, we're, safe sa- we're safe. We're safe. We're safe know, now. Uh, yeah. But that's only just because the EFL love us that much that they deducted the points off Reading and, and Derby. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, oh, no, to... I, I love them. Go on, Alan. Last <laughs> last last season, we got safe two games to go. Last two games, we conceded five at Blackburn and four at home against yeah. Cardiff. Yeah. And we conceded six When we beat the Albion, we were virtually safe. Not quite, but virtually safe. And look what happened after that. You know, they mentally <laughs> were on the beach straight away. And it doesn't, Chris, it doesn't help when Chris, please stop you it. lose your laugh, goalkeeper. But, uh, yeah, no. And you have to put... <laughs> just let's, let's, let, let's call a, a spade a spade who are not good enough. Mm-hmm. On Friday, we had a 2 0 lead and we were we we had our crossbar hit uh with the goalkeeper standing looking at it. Uh they missed a sitter f- far post header from a corner. So we mm-hmm. could have been 2 0 down by then. Mm-hmm. Uh and once you know, when once the two went in before half time, we, we're back to we're back to Carankersville, you know, mm-hmm. oh we've scored, we can't win. Mm-hmm. Uh and oh, sorry, the opposition have scored, so we can't win. Um, and it's you know, I, I my, my son gave me a, a lecture last night about uh Birmingham City are skint, right? We have we've pulled rabbits out of hats all season, getting players in and out and, and whatever, but we ended up with a side over the weekend that was severely handicapped by having I mean, a a very young goalkeeper, a defence that don't know what day it is. Mm. Um, the the best defender from Friday was Colan, and he got dropped. 
the, the consensus of opinion, uh, not by me, was mm. that uh, uh, Jakuna was uh, the man of the match Friday, and he was on the bench. Mm. And and I looked, I look, I, I I honestly, and, I, and I'm not kidding you. I, I I looked at the team when it came in, and I thought, that's 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 six. That's gonna that that side is gonna concede six. And the only thing I got wrong is we scored. You know, I I I couldn't see how we were gonna score mm. with that mm. team. Uh, now, it's not acceptable, uh, and. You know, throw throw Chong into that side, throw McGree into that side, throw Sanderson into that side, show, throw uh, Matey into that side. Mm-hmm. Check and do it. Do you, well, <laughs> you, yeah, he, he, he would get a game in that team any t- any day. Uh, mm. And we've we, but we we gambled, we gambled, we tried to shuffle the pack as best we could. And in order to get the job done, we had to let an experienced centre half go. Okay, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't having a great time when we when we let him go. Um, and we end, and so, of course the the day he leaves, we we start losing defenders, and we've got nothing to replace them with. Yeah. Now, the, the bon- Let's 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 you know. Let's not be too negative. The bonus is. Uh, we got a young lad in at centre half who we didn't know anything about, uh, and he's he's done all right. Nick, but Nick, but yeah. On, yeah. on Friday, certainly he you know he was starting to feel it. I mean, he was on his knees at the end of that game. Mm. Uh, I, I've only seen the goals we've conceded, uh, and it's like at Blackpool, and you know it's a horror show. Where where you know, who was marking him? Who was marking... Uh, so- Alan, I'll be, I'll be straight with you, Alan, right? I, I started watching the game, and then when we went 1-0 down after three minutes, I turned it off and went downstairs and had a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just couldn't be bothered with it anymore. Yeah, and which then- is the, that's the attitude of our back four, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. Mark, I've had this for 11 years now. 11 years, yeah? Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. I was in my fifties when we won the Carling Cup, mate. Mm. Uh, a decade has over has gone past, and it just nothing, nothing has improved. No. Nothing. I think what did it for me as well was the uh, the, the picture of the, the the still shot of the uh, defending for the Coventry's fourth goal on Friday with Pedersen tying his shoelaces. Pedersen tying his laces. What's all that about? Yeah, that was right, a bit sorry, That was an yeah. embarrassment. Yeah, that just well, he, everything the, the bloke had up. gone past him. He fell over. Uh, and so, he, he, yeah, I mean, that the, in in that game, there were six goals and five of them came from corners mm. and, and set pieces. Mm. Now, their defence was no better than ours. They were leaky as well, Alan, yeah. They were yeah. as leaky as anything. They were all over the place. Uh, but, at, as you say, their heads were, were 2-2. They were on the floor. Uh, and... You know, there's no coming back from this. It's just a matter of mm. we'd have settled for three-two, and we we had a fiasco at the end. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Listen, ladies and gents, um, we're not going to be all doom and gloom tonight, lovelies. And unfortunately, we're going to finish at quarter to nine tonight. So the last fifteen minutes will be at half past eight. Yeah, we okay, already, already have a subject. What have you got a subject for next week as well? Well, what is? Yeah, and the week after. And the week after. 
yeah. yeah. Um, Richard, how do you prepare for a game? What do you have to do? So I get there about three hours before, believe it or not, guys. Um, oh, wow. I Whoa. Yeah, I get there three hours before, uh, generally just to get a good parking space. Because um, <laughs> we all know what it's like around the ground trying to get parked. Um, you mean uh, you, haven't got, you haven't got your own reserved space? No, nothing like that. I do. Have, oh, I do. I'm going to bring a. I'm going to bring a spray can and put RG <laughs> yeah, on, a, yeah. on, a, on an area, mate, and that's yours. That's it. No, I'm going to do it. In fairness to the club, in fairness to the club, they do give me a car park space, but getting out after off the car parks is a that's generally a, it takes a long time. And I live uh, over in uh, Redditch in Worcestershire, so oh, yeah, if I was to park in the staff car parks, it's probably about seven o'clock by the time I'm getting back home. Yeah, me too, because I, I live up in New Toxin in Derby. Right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, some sad yeah. places around here this week. <laughs> that uh, getting off that car, that that cop car park, you've got no chance of you. Well, with the road as well being oh. closed, so well, I park but, in yeah. Keeley Street. Richard, Might as well right? stay in the so I, I come out of Keeley. You know where Keeley Street is. Yeah. Right? Right with the phone box on the corner, which is absolutely, it's usually, it's usually a dead mattress or three sitting around there. You yeah, know what I mean? or a vagrant. <laughs> and then I have to go down and then uh, and then turn left at the garage <laughs> and then turn right and then go up uh, towards the A38 and then turn up on the Litchfield turn. And until I get to that Litchfield turn, it's, sometimes it's an hour. It's yeah. mad, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah. 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 So, so yours is not one of those big Mercedes. Uh, Roasters that are mate, he's got a Fiat front. Punto. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I park up, uh, and then I will go over to the cop side. Actually, for those who don't know, I'm based in the main stand, um, mm-hmm. but I have to get report to the cop side. So I'll go over to the cop um, if it's a three o'clock kick. It's about quarter past twelve. I'll go over there. We'll do a run through of what we've got on during the day, so there'll be different announcements. Um, you know, they're not the same ones every game. There are different ones, and uh, we just run through what we're doing, what we're doing at half time, who the star of the day is. Who do, uh, who do you run through that with? Uh, just marketing, just the marketing. Not not, not security. Um, sometimes if if there's uh, a specific if it's a big game, yeah, yeah, right, if okay. it's yeah, yeah, special, yeah. Going on, we might be doing an applause or a silence or something. We would see security. Um, so I'll do that. I'll then generally write out an interview for the um, for the star, whoever that may be. I do generally know in the week who the star of the day is, but um, with work, it's, I just do it on the Saturday. It's fresh in my mind. And, um, and then I go to the main stand where I sit and wait till half an hour before, and then I pitch... Uh, generally half an hour before kickoff. Mm. Can you do us a favour? Here we go, another favour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can you ask pushing Bo it, Nick. Pushing it. We, we need we need Bo to come on the show, right? We want right, to see okay, who yeah. Bo is, right? We want to see Bo in the flesh. <laughs> Unmasked. On the tilt and talks. Unmasked. Would he or she, because you don't know if it's he or she. I don't know, yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, would he yeah. or she have to speak or would they just be on camera? No, they'd have to speak. Uh, well, that wouldn't because uh, you can't talk. No, they can uh, bark. Okay, <laughs> in a brummy accent. Woof woof. Growl. <laughs> okay, um, Mark, do the best uh, dog bark in a brummy accent that you can. Mark, dog bark in a brummy accent. <laughs> yeah, he's from Coventry. 
I'm from Arborn. <laughs> I'll do a pitch bark. I'll, I'll go bark. Woof. I can do it. Woof. Yeah, yeah, woof, woof. What woof, woof. I can't believe you've actually done that. I don't think I'm going to ask anybody else now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rich, Rich, it's, it's been asked, how did you get that gig? Oh, wow. Well, it's a bit of a long story, and uh, you haven't got that long. I'll try and shorten it a little bit. Go on. Well, please do. Um, <laughs> well, I, my background, I'm sure you probably know, is, is DJing around DJ. and, and Soliol and etc. And I got into doing uh, radio a little bit, and uh, I was uh, a, a DJ down at uh, Vale FM, which is now obviously Switch Radio, which you, I know you guys are good friends mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got told to send the show reel off to all these different stations. Uh, I was already friends with. Um, uh, Phillips and, and uh, people like that. But, you know, it, it's hard to get into radio, as I'm sure some of you guys know. Um, so I went yeah, down I've been doing this for 11 years, mate. I've had no career benefits out of this. You know, it's, it's, it's not uh, what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, yeah, Def- yeah. definitely. Yeah. So I, I sent the showreel off. And for some reason, I sent a showreel to, to Birmingham City. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't have a radio station. I'd actually done, um, and you're going to hate this, but I actually did a Saturday night on the... Uh, no! Don't say the yeah, word. I won't say the, the word. Ten pound five, I did. say it. <laughs> you did what? It's like you cut out a bit there, Rich. You did yeah, what, well, Rich? I did a show on there on a Saturday night. And anyway, so I sent the show reel to, to the Blues and I heard nothing. And uh, six months later, I think the guy before me had, um, had been a bit of a wally um, with, for, for, for whatever reason. And uh, they looked to replace him. And uh, I went, oh, well, this guy sent us a show reel. And um, I did that. I sent them a show reel and uh, they got in touch. Nice one. Nice one. I've done one at Derby County. I've done one at the uh, National Motorcycle Museum in that great big hall there. That's massive. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I've done one outside at Warwick Castle with over 2,000 people there. Um, I've done one in Sweden, Mallorca, Menorca. I think I did did one in in America for about 20 minutes as well. Um, But... Right, and uh, Craig, you may want to turn your child's ears off for the next minute or two. When I did one in Mallorca, it was on my honeymoon, first time round. We were playing in the sea with frisbees, and this chap caught the frisbee, and he threw it back, and we started a, a four-way frisbee game in the sea with the guys from Leeds. Anyway, we went up for a shower, knock, knock, knock on the door. And he says, uh, we've enjoyed ourselves that much this afternoon. Would you come out for dinner with me and my wife? I said, your suspicions kick in. <laughs> Brilliant. When suspicions kick in, you think, oh, you know what, we're going to go out and get robbed here, you know what I mean? And so we did go out and out. This, this gentleman, bless him, and I'd uh, love to catch up with his wife, had terminal cancer. And he was in his late 20s, early 30s. And he knew that he was going to die very shortly. Anyway, we went out for a meal, come back, was walking past McDonald's, a nightclub below it. Went in there, and the DJ, no disrespect, was a lady, 
come on, ladies and gentlemen, please have a dance. Well, Dooney can announce something like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> Chris, take the music. And um, so this chap disappeared for about 10 minutes and had gone to see the manager, told him that he was my agent and I was a Radio 1 DJ in the UK. <laughs> and could I, have a, could I have a set? I had a joke and I got up there. That place was rocking in minutes and there was women. <laughs> I'm not right with checking their... And I, I was oh, signing yeah. them, and I, I don't even marry a week and a half. <laughs> 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 uh, but yes, uh, DJ presented its um, challenges, uh, opportunities, and um, oh, go to Arsenal one nil. Oh. Uh, challenges, um, opportunities, and everything else. A couple of questions here, Rich. Um, for, what first one from Violet? She says, um, "Who are the two boxes that Richard has framed on his wall behind you?" The uh, Anthony Joshua and uh, Klitschko. That's the knockout punch. Oh, right. right, right, right. Awesome. Ah, good, good. Uh, uh, Paul Gill, Paul Gill. Hang on a bit, hang on a bit Nick. Uh, Paul Gill said, uh, can you ask Richard why we don't have a video camera for the pre-match and half-time stuff like other clubs do? You probably don't know this question uh, answer. And why don't we show any highlights on the big screen anymore? I appreciate there aren't many these days. <laughs> Bless you. Um, uh, what was the first bit, Chris? Uh, can you ask Richard why we don't have a video camera for yeah. the pre-match and half-time stuff like other clubs do? Um, we were going to do that. I, I must say that there's, um, and they're a credit to the club, there is a real small team on a match day and there is looking after the stuff we do on the pitch and there's the stuff for Blues TV um, and it's just, you know, there's just a lot to do. Uh, yeah, imagine, we've, got yeah. a, we've got a small team and we try our best with with what we've got you know and um you know generally that is going to take another two two people on a match day so you know i'm not saying we'll never do it and we, we, mm -hmm. we were going to do it at one point um but you don't want to see my ugly mug on the screen yeah we do uh, that's you true. know what i'll tell you i'll tell you rich right half time I want an analysis. I okay, I have to look at those adverts on Blues TV. Um, HJ Wealth Planning and the other three or whatever they are. And then it goes off for 10 minutes. I would prefer to see somebody yakking about that first half. Mm. Yeah. Um, I know I appreciate yeah. if you've got a small team, I appreciate it's going to be really difficult. Yeah. But I've got a monster question coming up for you in a minute. <laughs> God, It is difficult at half-time. And we have to remember... And I always say this to the to the guys and girls that are behind the scenes that we've actually only got twelve minutes at halftime because generally we're out or the other team are out, you know, doing a warm up, and we yeah. can't be on the pitch anymore. So we've literally got eleven and a half minutes is sort of where we try to take it to, which is okay. why you notice that it's actually sometimes if if the both teams have stayed in. There, there's probably a lull for four or five minutes, but we we can't second guess what they're going to do. So we have to make sure that we're clear on the pitch, you know, health and safety wise as well. So, yeah, you know, Chris, uh, Rich, you know, you know, DJ is all about your timing. It's all about your timing, yeah, yeah. and getting it right, getting it right first time. Um, right, the biggest question of the night, and you won't be able to answer this, but I want to put it out there: When are we going to have a decent PA system? <laughs> <laughs> I can't answer it. You were right. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but when people ask me, uh, it, it, uh, all it sounds like at the back of the stand is, I just go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you come out next week doing that? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only they know I don't really sound like that. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, uh, you know what? You go, you go to stadiums like Molyneux, right? Mm. Even when they were in the championship, it was crystal clear, crystal clear. Yeah. And I'd rather have them two big white horns, um, the edge of the main stand and the and the um, the railway from back in the seventies. Don't <laughs> remember though. Sorry, Nick. No, no, you won't remember. Uh, uh, Steve Portman says, um, "Is there going to be another big night in at St Andrews?" Okay. Um, before we say that, what an absolute honour that was for me. I think that um, I, I went to the club. Um, there's a friend of mine who's got a, a PA announcer over in um, Denmark. And he had got loads of lights and set up, you know, on the middle of the pitch. And uh, he said, he, he messaged it to me and said, like, what about that? So I went to uh, Ian Dutton and we, we had a discussion about it. And um, we, we thought we'd tie it in, or, or Ian thought it was a good idea, and it was, to tie it in with the University Hospitals Birmingham. And we were doing the, uh, the blue staff was doing the walking from Land's End to John O'Groves. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... That we raised, I think we raised over twenty thousand pounds. A lot of money. Oh, amazing, yeah. amazing kid. And oh. thanks, thanks to the fans as well. Um, I mean, they they were absolutely brilliant uh, giving. Uh, Jude Bellingham was there that night as well. He ran around the round he ran the pitch. Uh, but the answer to the question is, uh, I would love to do another one. It took a lot of planning under difficult circumstances as well. Not being able to to sort of meet in person getting the guy to do the lights, uh, who's a friend of mine who has done a great job uh, on the night and actually did the kit launch as well after that. There was just so many things involved. I have sort of brought it up recently and we are looking potentially at doing something in the future, but it is a real hard event to put on um, and it would be great to have it with the fans in the stands as well. Let us know, Richard, and the Tilton Talk Show, I promise you, mate, will promote the bejesus out of it i promise yeah, you. That, we, will, that, we will do that yeah. yeah yeah but we are we are we are we're always talking we're always you know the whole of the the blue staff in the marketing and and all them departments they are always thinking of new things to do and i think that's a credit to them actually you know it doesn't matter <clears> what's going out even with what's going on on the pitch currently the the staff are always upbeat and trying to come up with new ideas and, and new things so you know, fair, I think fair play to them for that. And uh, hopefully that won't be the, the one and only big night in we do. And uh, I want to say a big thank you as well to Joe Hunt and uh, Andy Bell for their support that night. Because uh, yeah, yeah they, they, it was a superb night and uh, something that will live in my memory forever. And I was very lucky to be able to do that. Some people, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Richard, 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 Richard. I want something to live in my memory forever. We can't get a... Sorry, no, sorry. And anyway, she's much too old for you, apparently. And Richard, question for myself: um, What was in the from, shed? From Breen, by the way, from Breen. Uh, I want yeah. you to introduce Breen. where you are. Our Every man time in you Breen. Talk. Our man in Breen. <laughs> yeah, uh, from from the man in Breen. What what was <laughs> in the shed? <laughs> what was in the shed? Uh, I'm going to really burst your bubble. Nothing. Um, really? It, it, I don't think it even had a floor in it from memory. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That is quality. It, it was for me, guys. I've got to say, it was for me. 
probably the best halftime game we had. Yeah. Um, right, you... because, because Rich, I'm really sorry. I don't watch the halftime games. I've got for a pee pipe and a, 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 a pie. And he said we're going to Explain what the shed game was. Okay, so the shed uh, was sponsored by a uh, well-known DIY um, chain. You can name them; we don't mind. Okay, so it was it was called On Me Shed Son, right? <laughs> and um, <laughs> it was sponsored by Wix. All right, <laughs> yeah, remember? He yeah. very kindly supplied the shed. We had two long planks of wood, and there was two holes cut out in the shed on the on the each gable end. And the plank slid through, and then the ball, the ball boys or the some of the community lads used to all get under it and lift it out. <laughs> and we used to put it on the center circle, and you had to chip the ball from anywhere around the center circle into the roof of the shed. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't wasn't the star wasn't the star prize uh, vouchers, wasn't it? Wix vouchers, was it? I think it was Wix vouchers. Yeah. It, at the time, I don't know if anybody Brilliant. remembers. Um, we're probably talking. Uh, where are we now? So probably the. F- First year back in the Prem again, I think it was. Mm. And um, anyway, we used to have, back then, I used to have sometimes had stars of the day who were injured, you know, so we'd have players that were sort of uh, not 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 fit. And I remember Neil Kilkenny, I'd interviewed Neil Kilkenny. And uh, his, Neil was super value, he really was. And um, I said, oh, do you want to have a go in the game or, or something? And Neil Kilkenny, I don't know if anyone remembers, but, he chipped two balls straight into that roof. Ah, oh, really? I've, I've never seen it done Perfect. before. So, so there was no roof on the shed? No roof. No. Then, it, then it couldn't have been a shed. <laughs> it was a shed with no roof. It was a box. It was a box. Did anyone remember that we brought it back a few seasons ago for just for yes. one game? And we used to um we used to have a bit of a pantomime theme with the shed because I, I used to <laughs> I used to introduce the shed out and all the crowd were booing and hissing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. but, but it was um I, I, I thought the fans it was just it was just a great just a great I'm, I'm actually quite sad I missed that to be honest with you. Know? <laughs> yeah, can, can, can we do it once more? Well we'll <laughs> see. I, I have asked if we can bring it back at some point and it, even some of the new staff. Uh, that come, you know, have, have heard about the shed and have asked me about the shed. And uh, it would be good to bring it back. Chip and Win is also obviously the current game, which we brought back again. And um, mm. we've got that sort of element with Chip and Win where, you know, we can ask the crowd, what it's a bit like Bullseye where they used to ask if they want to gamble and all that. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, have a look at what you could have won. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Chip and Win's okay. I like, I like Chip and Win. I think Chip and Win's got still got uh, plenty of time left. Explain the rules to that one then. So the, you um, you have to be over eighteen because there's a gamble involved. Um, oh, that's me out of it. We then. do do a do do a kids <laughs> one. Yeah, we, do, we do do a kids one occasionally. Well, you know they'll come out and have a go, and we we don't we, they can't gamble obviously. But the ball is on the six yard line. The ball's got to go in the net, and it's got to not bounce. It's got to go in without bouncing. Uh, from the six yard, obviously reasonably easy. Some people have missed it. I'm sure you've seen that in the crowd before. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, if they uh, I'm scoring in, the opposition's goal, <laughs> yeah. If they get the ball in the net, they win two tickets, and then I ask them if they want to gamble. And uh, the next prize, I think, is the signed program from the 18 yard. And then if they get that in, they can gamble again for in between the 18 yard and the halfway, which, by the way, is a game changer. Dear because me. when you're out there, 
and you see that ball, which is in between the 18 yard and the halfway, that's far. Yeah. I that couldn't walk far. that far. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's so far. General, generally, I think the statistics are that most people would take the prizes after the 18 yard. Yeah. And then, of course, the final prize, if they get the, the that one in, is the halfway line. Oh, you're joking, man. Halfway line for a season ticket for next season. Um, yeah. I don't think anybody's ever won that. I don't think anyone's won it now. I no, think no, someone, no. I remember seeing someone, I think one lad won it once. And I can't remember who it was against, but I remember the one lad running the place went ballistic. I do, I, do, I do remember Colin Doyle having a go. And, and he hit the ball from the halfway line and it went that eye off the floor all the way in. You yeah, know, the difference that. between a professional footballer wow. and a bloke out the crowd. I mean, he just drilled it and it finished halfway up the net. There's, the one, halfway line. there's one funny story about Chip and Wynn, if you're interested. Uh, two actually uh, one guy I've picked out twice completely by random how do you select them then Rich I, I just go just I, I, I go into the crowd I don't go into the crowd um, I just sort of ask people if they want to play it's a bit difficult this season because obviously we've only got the two areas to pick from because obviously the cup and tilt and they can't come oh. down um, but we usually just get them to put their hand up if they want to play uh, and uh, I just pick people out. Okay, so it's a random, random selection. It is absolutely, yeah, totally yeah, yeah. random. I've never, and I can tell you hand on heart, never ever tried to pick out anybody who I know. Um, I've just do it completely at random. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I get that, but like that, that kind of disadvantages people you know, doesn't it? Well, well it's not about them. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like your philosophy, Ken. I picked out the same guy twice and it was within about four weeks and I asked him if he knew the rules and seen the game and then he told everyone on the microphone, yeah, you picked me out three games ago. <laughs> uh, which I was getting booed for. But the the real funny story, well, amazing story really, is um, I went to the cup and um, I picked out two players and one of them was a, a guy from um, uh, Czech Republic. All right. Does anybody know the story to this? No. Yeah. No. Huh? Huh? Okay. Uh. So I picked I picked this this these two people out, and uh, this one guy. I said, "Oh, what's your name? Where'd you come from?" I always sort of ask him that, and uh, I think his name. He said he said his name was was Peter, and he was he was here for on the weekend just visiting, and uh, I picked him out. So it was obviously amazing. Anyway, so he took the first one, and he won he won the tickets, and I said, "Would you like to gamble the two tickets that you can't use?" Um, for a signed <laughs> ball, I think it was. So he gambled. So he won the signed ball as well. I said, would you like to gamble the two tickets you can't use, the signed ball that you can't fit in your suitcase? And he says, yeah, I'll gamble. So he gambled and he went to walk from the 18-yard to the one in between there in the halfway line. And Zigic was warming up. So Zigic gave this guy his football boots Oh, brilliant. Wow. Oh, I do remember that, yes. To take the shot. To take the shot. Oh, bloody hell. And the guy is obviously from uh, from the Czech Republic and he's amazing that he's on the pitch and he's met... Uh, uh, he's obviously, I know the different nationalities, but he knew who he was. Anyway, he's, he's used his boots and kicked it straight in the net. So now I've got... <laughs> do you want to gamble the two tickets that you can't use? Do you want to gamble the sidewalk you can't take home? Do you want to gamble the four tickets in hospitality you also can't use? And he kept the prices. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
He kept the prizes. Oh. I don't know what he did with them. I don't know if he came back and used them. I don't know. But Superb. Yeah. Absolutely wow. superb. Um, I've been in a very fortunate position myself about 30-odd 30 30 odd years ago um, when Bob Matthews was there. Do you remember Bob? Um, lovely man, sadly passed away now. And um, I won £1,000 on the uh, half-time lottery. My lad had got the ticket next to me. And he was, as Bob was reading the numbers, he went, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a long story behind it. And I wrote to the club and I have in my museum a two-page centre spread of the story. Won't go into it now because it's a long, long story, right? But, um, wow, wow. That, that, that's mine forever, yeah? Mine forever. Great, man. With me ugly mug in it and all. With me ugly mug in it. We've only got five minutes left. So, um, gents... Um, I've kind of been scheming a little bit with Richard. And um, you know how we normally do our favoured 1 to 11? Mm. Um, well, Richard's very kindly done us a, a 1 to 11. And uh, this will be the first time you hear it, so I'm just intrigued. Intrigued to see what you think of the team. Um, okay. So, uh, Rich, have you still got it written down? Uh, yeah, I've got it here, yeah. Okay, then. Go on then. <laughs> go on then. Go for go for it. So we I can. We uh... have a bit of a laugh. So my my best eleven, Andy Gosney. Oh. <laughs> you're having a laugh. <laughs> I think you are. Ferdinand Coley. Ah, <laughs> oh, great team. <laughs> Mark, Martin Latka. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, He's probably watching. <laughs> who else did I put in there? Um, as you know, I, I've got to get my phone and I can remember. I'll try and get the details up. Bragstad was in there, I think. Bragstad was in there, there, yeah. Dela Cruz. Ah. Oh. Dean Pier. Dean Pier was all right. Yeah, all right. right. I thought Vinny Sunway. Well, then, now you've gone down a little bit. <laughs> Brett Shea. Oh, he was. Oh. Carlos Cusley, Mark Sale, Carl Richards. There you go. <laughs> Mark Sale lives just up the road from me. Mark Sale, by the way, what a fantastic, lovely, lovely man. Do you know what? Yeah, I've seen, I've nice seen him quite often in the pubs up here. He plays darts up here, right? Um, he I always have a chat with Mark. Um, I painted his mum and dad's all, all, all stairs on landing many years ago. And um, he's always got time to come and say hello. Right, because uh, it was my other half works in the pub, and um, she'd got wind that Mark was coming in to play darts, and obviously, I, I, obviously, I'd spoken about Mark uh, and his uh, horrible ordeal with uh, testicular cancer, mm-hmm. and um, she says, uh, she says, oh, she says, Mark, she says, my other half's a blue nose in there, and he just came straight in and started talking. Yeah, he's a top bloke. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, yeah he's, re- he's really nice man. Well. He's a good darts player, by the way. He blooming isn't all, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's that tall; he can reach the dartboard. You know, his arms are that long. Yeah. He just puts them in. <laughs> can, I, can I can I just ask you, Rich? Have you ever had to go yourself at Chip and Pin, or you know, the shed? Have you had to go yourself? Yeah, I the used, I used to have a go uh, just to sort of when it was a new game. I used to sort of show, try to show people how you do it, but. Um, <laughs> not really, not really, guys. Uh, no, not really. Richard, can I can I ask you about when when you do your pre-match schedule? Do you run it by the match officials? Uh, I go to see the referee uh, religiously every game. Um, for if I've got a um, a minute silence or applause or something, then I'll go to speak to them. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll show them my words and I'll show them my outwords because obviously they know to blow the whistle from hearing what my last three words are. Uh, I always go to see the ref to ask what time he wants us to walk because believe it or not, if we're not on a, um, if we're not on the TV or a, or a world feed, uh, generally I've got free reign to sort of bring the teams out when I want. Uh, so we have to play a, uh, we have a build-up video, which I'm sure you've probably seen on the yeah, screen. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to watch video, it after this finish. That video has to play before we walk. So I am a bit rabbit in the headlights at that point down the tunnel because I've got the two teams there. I've got the ref. Sometimes I'll have to hold them a little bit. Sometimes we can go when they're ready. But yeah, so I do see the ref. I'm going to give him a little knock on his door and... Um, and just kick him. Can I? Oh, no, no, no. I can I? Can I plead with you then? Right. If these these matches that you can do what you like, get them out there early because I have to catch a train, right? <laughs> and if you if you kick off at five past three, which often has been the case, I don't catch me train and I don't get back here on the south coast till midnight. Now, <laughs> and this all came to like I don't know whether you remember it. We played Reading the first game of the season, and the goalkeeper, their goalkeeper, got injured, and it took ten or twelve minutes to get him off the pitch. So, cut long story short, by the time we got to the end of the game and all the added time, it was ten past five by the time the game finished, and I. I was walk. I, I had to leave at five to five to five. I missed the last quarter of an hour. And during that quarter of an hour, I got around the back of the the ground, and there's a roar, and you know, <laughs> it's a roar from us. No, sorry, I know it's a roar from the the Reading people because I'm behind behind that stand. And then there's another roar, and I'm thinking, oh, they've scored. And then I thought, I don't know, maybe not. Anyway, I get on the train and I get me. And I thought the score's still the, you know, it, it, I can't remember now. I think we were winning 2 1, and I expected it to be 2 2, but it wasn't. It was 2 1. And I'd missed the penalty, penalty being saved oh, um, <laughs> because of this, you know, and it's it, uh, that, that sort of look at the time. It's five past three, and then it kicked off. Come <laughs> I'll on, do get my best with it. for you, Alan. I'll do my best for you. Yeah, okay, I'll thanks, mate. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> R- Rich, Richard, have you, have you got to go early? No, I'm all right, guys, actually. Okay, good. Right, here's one thing I'm going to show you. I'm going to turn my phone around, right? And this is a wall in my house commemorating my other son who was killed in Afghanistan. And I want to thank Birmingham City Football Club from the bottom of my heart for the job that they do on Poppy Day. They do do a good job, yeah. They do fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. My favourite, favourite fixture. Honestly, do you know what? I... I, 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 I stand there and ex-military myself as well and, you know, many of my brothers and one thing or other. My brother who lives out in New Zealand used to be the Queen's Guard outside Buckingham's Palace. And you see what blues do. I mean, it's a night game and those lights dim down. It wrenches me to bits, mate, honestly. But That's right. I, 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 right, there's a goosebumps, kid. Right, I promise you. Right, you can see them, yeah? They're visible. And the job that Blues do, and the fans respect as well. Always. You always. get one, you get two sometimes. Mm. Never going to stop them. Mm. Numpties. But the fans, 99.9999999% of them fans are absolutely silent. And it is, uh, it is, it is one of them games that I have to make sure that I go to. 
It's a choker, I'd, isn't I'd, it? I'd, it's I'd, a choker. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd stop work. I'd stop everything. We're going down to uh, Rochester Cathedral in a few weeks' time to um, for another commemoration, which is uh, the Royal Engineers unveiling of um, all the Royal Engineers that were killed out in Afghan. And, you know, what's going on in the world now? Um, well, wow, 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 wow. I, 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 I'm speechless about it, I'll be honest with you, because, like, 2022 and we can't live together in harmony and, and, and friendship and shake people's hands and... <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. No, I, 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 I agree. I'd like to I say, agree. Richard, that this year's um, uh, remembrance match was fabulous. The old fella, phenomenal, phenomenal. The, the old fella walking out, leading the teams out. Oh, that was yeah. that brought tears to my eyes. And and the guy who played the last post was breathtaking. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah. sent, and, I'd, and and the kickoff was delayed till five past three. And I I forgive you for that. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant mate brilliant but no no seriously blues i think do an unbelievably awesome job so you say that's your favorite night of the year then rich yeah it's my favorite game that is because it, it means uh a lot to i think it just means a lot to everybody doesn't it you know generally it, it, it's funny because i know that weekend i'll watch the early game if it, if we're at blues i'll watch the early game and i'll watch I watch a lot of what the other things are going on in, in the in the game. So, like, if it's a TV game, I'll be like, oh, that's just happened there and he's done that. And I, I watch religiously that weekend. That, the morning game, I watch the last post played. Obviously, I'll watch it at Blues and introduce it. And then I'll go home or watch the other game. And, the, and then the Sunday, I'll just watch... I don't know. You, you you sort of just watch all the all them minute silences, don't you? It doesn't matter how many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I always come home... And watch, you know the um, the one that's at oh god, where is it up? Where is it up? Where, where all the poppies come down? Oh yeah, that one yeah. is the old yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that, that for me is breathtaking, breathtaking. Yeah. That silence when them poppies are coming down is is off the scale, right? And I always think of Birmingham City Football Club when that happens and the silence I can not hear. As, I'll tell you uh, another I, thing as well with with that. We could we have so many people volunteer for that. For that, mm. you know, mm. to uh, the, the military guys come, it's brilliant. You know, the amount of people that volunteer to come and do that. And what I love was the, uh, the kids, the, the kids, the cadets going around with buckets collecting money. Yeah, Super, fantastic, great fantastic. gesture. Superb. This show has raised, I think, something in the region of well, this show plus me and Sharon mm. with our own bit of charity that we've been doing up here, something in the region of six thousand pounds for PTSD. It's incredible, yeah, mm. yeah, and that's incredible. football fans giving. These are football fans who are berated uh, uh, thugs and no, they're not all thugs and hooligans. This is a family. This is our family, right? And we come together in times of need. We always do. We've we've had some just unbelievable things on this show happen, haven't we, Chris? Oh God, yeah. Over the years, oh yeah, mm. we've had some fantastic. Richard, the, um... As as the substitutions are made, <laughs> and our. <laughs> That's a side of kicking. Who, uh, yeah. <laughs> How many times have you felt like giggling when you've heard those different things being shouted by the fans? And, you know, out of everybody that you've heard, not putting you on the spot, but I'm putting you on the spot. A brum is the funniest. I think um, the best one for me was um, when I uh, when Soccer AM was presented by Helen Chamberlain. And um, I, I'd won the game where you had to guess how many um, times the team would score through the after you know the end of soccer am they used to have a game mm. where they had the and i I'd, mm. I'd, I'd won a t-shirt 
And um, they, they called me in the week to say, can you tell us something interesting about yourself? And I went, oh, well, I'm the PA announcer at Birmingham City. So on the week after that, Helen Chamberlain and Max uh, Rushton, uh, they come up, they put on the on the bottom of the screen who'd won the week before, and they put Richard Goulding, and she come up to the camera and she went, who? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, no. thought, I thought, that is brilliant. Helen Chamberlain knows what we yeah. do at Birmingham City. You know? yeah. Do you know what I'm surprised at, though, What I'm really surprised at is that, like, all the other teams haven't nicked it. It's still ours. Yeah. No, it's no, ours. Yeah. I think, yeah. to be honest, I, I think Leicester tried to. I'm sure Did Leicester I? tried to for a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but Obviously, they just cook crisps over there. Obviously, yeah. it's not. I didn't start it, guys. As you, as you. No, I know. It's Ian Dunn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, Ian's been on the show many times. Great friend of the show. Yeah, he's a good man. Uh, used yeah. to. Do, I used to deliver papers to his house in Warwick. Really? Yeah. I've never um, said that before. No, and no. I've never said. I've never told anybody that my birthday's on Christmas Day. No, no, no. It's coming. Yeah, every, it's coming. Every week. <laughs> yeah. are, are any of you? Are any of you going to the Player Awards this year? Mm. Mm. Are we going to the Player Awards? I don't know. No, I don't think I. Don't, I'm not. I'm not definitely not because I won't be here. I'll be sunning myself. Well, they've. They've. I'm very honoured this year. They've asked me to be the voice of God. So, oh, really? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant. No, I'm, I'm. I'm really looking forward to doing it. It's a bit of another honour, really. And um, yeah, uh, yeah. Keep chalking them up, Rich. You know what? That's because, fantastic. Um, mate, I could talk to you for like days about my DJing that I did and um, uh, and the things that happened, good, bad, ugly. Um, I'm sure you've been there, you've seen it. But when an opportunity like this comes up, live it, breathe it, take it, mm. enjoy it, and then remember it. Oh, Richard, I've got to ask, if those people over at B6 ever turn around and said, come and do it for Ooh. us, pay you five grand more, what would your reply be? It's not about the money, said Richard. He'd probably oh, say, who? He's, he's, he's frozen, so I'll say for him. ask such a no. question. He hasn't oh, frozen, Craig. He's just sitting there like this. Oh, he's come back. He's back now. Sorry, back. sorry guys. Sorry, that's my yeah. fault. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, because of this question, Rich, we know why you sat still. <laughs> right, off we go, Craig. Go and say it again, Craig. So, Rich, if the people over at B6 <laughs> offered you £5,000 to come and do the same gig over there, Please tell us your response to go forth and multiply. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even do it for a, uh, half a million, to be honest. <laughs> yes. Richard Golden, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you noticed there, but he went very sheepish when he said half a million. I think the missus might have been watching just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you got a bit quiet towards the end of that bit, yeah. yeah. And don't forget, Rich, we do record this. And we can send it to Mrs. I'm absolutely fine with that, guys. Half a million. Half a million. <laughs> I'd go out there and I'd say, here comes the scum. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I'd probably do it for half a million and um, and we'd, we'd raise some money for charity, eh? Yeah, that'd be a good bad. idea. Super that'd be a good idea. Was, yeah. I was even thinking about doing, um, uh, about two years ago, doing a big night in and uh, and and uh, doing it at, uh, at their place. And uh, I, I would wear their kit as long as we raise a certain amount of money. But, um, uh, but yeah. I think that's fantastic. That is. Was that 20 million? 
<laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Do you know what, Rich? Of course, it'd be, it, it would be for the university hospitals, which we all use. As, I know, as I know, but under no, I, yeah, I, yes. I, I would just be vomiting all night long. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the end, in the end, it's just a game, isn't it? It's a game. If you can raise some money, wow. Yeah. I mean, actually, I must say, some of their fans gave did give money on that night as well. Mm, I know that yeah, yeah. They do. And you know what? They give money to this show as well, Rich. They have, yeah. yeah. Right. Like we got show. infiltrated. You remember, Chris? We got infiltrated yeah, 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 five yeah. or six years ago. Oh, there was hundreds mm. of them on. They're <laughs> all coming on. Like, mm. Giving it large, giving it large. But even, you know, local people, Tuiri support that team, mm. have given uh, to Sharon's charity. Um so, Nick, yeah. Nick, do you remember the coffin? Remember the coffin? Yeah. We had uh, we had people who donated uh, from Villa Park. Uh, I had people from for the for the, for, Ooh, for the, the, the coffin fund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're I not all people, bad. I had people yeah. from over there giving me death threats over that coffin. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. I've had death threats and blues do you know fans. <laughs> Richard, do you know what we did? Uh, yeah, I think I remember what it. Yeah, <laughs> we were on Fox News in America. Right? Mm. We were on Fox News in America. Ah, mm. I mean, no disrespect, right? Number one, it was a woman. No disrespect, right? And number two, she's American. So she does not understand what a Derby, mm. Blues Derby is about. She doesn't, she has no, no, no concept no. whatsoever. Yeah. Like I have no concept of childbirth, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boys, put the coffin down. You're being really insensitive. We raised money. Yeah. Yeah? It was about yeah. raising money. Somebody bought that coffin for over 300 quid. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right yeah. We, we, we Where marched, is Where's that now, that coffin? Right, I'll tell you. Right, we marched, it in, we marched it slowly into the van, like this, bit by bit, bit by bit, put it into the van, I shut the doors like that. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's all on video, actually. Right? It's, it is on video, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, if you uh, just YouTube it, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> what happened? He paid for, and he took it home, he put it in the garage, and his wife was on holiday. Okay. Uh, and it's one of these automatic garages which you can open from inside your car. <laughs> she pulls back up from holiday, opens a garage, and there's a coffin. <laughs> In Villa Colours. Absolute quality. Absolute quality. While I'm on, guys, can I just say uh, a thank you to somebody? Yes, sure. Uh, there's awesome. a guy who doesn't get much recognition because uh, well, he doesn't want it, really. Uh, there's a guy called Rob Shannon. Do you know Rob Shannon? No. No. He rings a bell. So Rob Shannon uh, is a uh, a volunteer of the club. Um, he, he's a sort of an assistant of mine on a match day. Right. And, um, he used to play the music. He used he, he does distributes the team sheets. Uh, if it wasn't fair for Rob, um, I probably wouldn't be doing it. Does he come around and distribute the um, amount of people in the crowd to the like the press boxes? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've met him. Yeah, I've met him. He, I did, fact, I did you, you should you should speak to him, Nick, because he's obviously he's he's one of the club, technically one of the club historians as well. So brilliant. Oh, right. brilliant. Yeah, bring him on, Rich. Bring him on, uh, yeah. mate. Oh, bring him on. We'd love to have. Them. I think um, he you probably have a right giggle with Rob because he's uh, he he hasn't missed a game in all competitions home and away for forty eight seasons. So was wow. he there all through the COVID? Uh, apart from COVID, right? Okay. Is he, yeah. is he the tall? Is he the tall? Sorry, Rich. Is he the tall gentleman with sort of grey hair? No, he's quite short with with greyish hair. Yeah, I think I've met. I think I have met him because I did. I did football eight. I did football eight uh, a few years ago. Rich, Richard, he, he would be tall to uh, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Actually, yeah, Rob. Rob. <laughs> 
Rob does do the PA a little bit. So if I have to go early, it'll be Rob's uh, voice you can hear sometimes. And Rob has covered me probably four or five times this season because I've had a few problems with uh, day, day job. Uh, and he did do football aid because I used to do football aid, but Rob did. Yeah. So it probably would have been Rob. But yeah, I think I wanna... Okay, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. boys, we're the last 15 minutes of the show. Now, this is where we... 10 minutes. Word association, word association. Uh, you know, 11. Yeah. <coughs> uh, 10. On my clock, 11. Uh, on uh, my, uh, maybe on 9. This is where we do a little bit of word, word association. Now, it, this week, it, we have decided to do anything to do with going on holiday and football. Anything to do with holiday and football. I'm going to start you off, ladies, tonight. And gentlemen, with Jimmy Case. Hold well on. <laughs> Thanks for the laugh, Mark. Thanks for the laugh. You know no, what? Honestly, I'm going to play that back later, <laughs> over and over and over. I'll go, I'll go with Kevin Paul. Oh, Paul in Dorset. My son lives there. <laughs> uh, um, I've got Olivia with me, and uh, hers is uh, Michelle Platino. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, Lee Camping. Lee Camping, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why did, why did you have to do that when I was having a drink? <laughs> <laughs> I, wait, I waited. Oh, crikey. Uh, uh, oh, Gary Bree. Gary Bree. Uh, Bree. Oh. <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> very topical. Very good. Very good. Jonathan Seabass. Oh. <laughs> Dion Sand. Oh, son. Big Will Etheridge. Big, big Will Etheridge. <laughs> yeah. Right, Kenny's okay. Ken, Kenny Sunburns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin yeah. Francis. Yes. Yeah, yeah we'll have that. Yes. We'll have that. Uh, Stan Lazarini. <laughs> uh, Darren Beach Ball Bent. Uh, this one that I mentioned earlier was hotter chocolate with brandy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it comes up every week. Hotter chocolate comes up every week. So I had to. I had to Really put the old grey matter to a big test earlier to get that one. <laughs> <laughs> David, David Seaman uh, says, Olivia, uh, Oliver, mm-hmm. Olivia, Oliver Bohemia. Traveller's check and doy. Traveller's check and doy. Good one. That's classified. Who's done it? Who's done it? That's from uh, Dom Kavanagh. Oh, brilliant, 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 brilliant. Very clever. Very clever. <laughs> 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 Sam Miguel de Souza. Sam Miguel de Souza. Who did that one? Who said that one? Alan, Alan, that's leading. That's, that's definitely oh leading. Oh, yeah, That's a good um, one. Yeah, well done. Just while Lisa's oh, coming through as well, can we say a uh, big happy birthday to Richard Beale? Absolutely. Um, Richard Beale, happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's been, he's been on the show, hasn't he? He's been on the show. Yes, he does, yes. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah. yeah. Another. So we've got John John Ferry. Um, Mike Prince says Traveller's Checking Boy is the winner. Yeah, that is so. Oh, come on, somebody, come up with something better than that, right? Yeah. If you could do better than uh, Traveller's Checking Boy. Breathe. I'm going to put you in the house. Where is she? <laughs> oh, she's at work tonight. Alan Beachball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sandal Vesterveld. Alu Alu C C. Having Philip Flops. Bobson Atten. Oh golly. Pumps Bobson Atten. Bobson. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's a good one. Is I like that one. Richard Goldenson. <laughs> oh, that's a cracker. <laughs> 
It's a great place to go. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> Water park the Andy. Water park the Andy. Water park the that's up there. That is, I'm not being funny. That is bang right up there. By the world. Oh, oh dear. here we go. He's the winner. Oh, I was going to wait till you have a drink. Club Troppy Bakuna drinks are free. <laughs> Club Troppy ten, ten Bakuna Alexander, drinks are free. Ten Alexander Arnold. Ten yeah. Alexander yeah. Arnold. Uh, club Tropicana. Oh, Bacana, right. I've got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably before. Just you, because of where I am, can I have Gary Breen? Yeah, we've oh, had that excellent. one. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, great. Right it's already been done, mate. It's already been done. Oh, I'm behind the signs. <laughs> Nicky Burnt oh, Buttocks. I'll tell you what. We, you, we can't say guys, that one. I mean, the guys like that, I, I don't know, you do this week after week after week after week. <laughs> we do. We, we give you 10 or 15 minutes. Just cheer us up at, uh, at the end of, uh, of the show. And, <laughs> oh, man, I, I, I read through these again. And I, I'm, I'm, I laugh as much second time round as I did first time round, I'll be honest with you. Mm. Uh, package Holloway. On the pitch at half time, word association. There, there's, there's the future. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, Rich, right? Uh, Radio WM nicked it off us. Yeah. <laughs> and, made, and made it better. Yeah, they nicked it off us and made it better. Talking of WM, there was a, a really good looking person giving an interview earlier on. So uh, he'll have to uh, make it. No, I weren't there. I weren't there. I weren't there. Nor me. <laughs> oh, you. Mi- oh, I say, yeah. Yeah. You mean Jezza? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesse was on. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy Clarkson. He was there, wasn't he? <clears throat> Mikel Four Shells. <laughs> four Shells. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I think it's a good couple. I like it. Oh, yeah. God. We've got a package all the way. Yeah. Uh, Barry Fried attendant. Uh, Bernard Sunbed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Mile High oh Camp. <laughs> Alberto Itsy Beatsy <laughs> Teeny Weeny Tarantino. Oh, uh, oh come on, the Mile High Camp. Oh, is it close? What about Scott Scott Tans? I'm sorry. That's broken. Oh, that's brilliant. That is done it. That's the best one of the night for me. I'm sorry. That is Alberto. And you said they were all thick. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, crying out loud. I never thought anybody would be able to ever ever think of anything like that. Oh, I've come over all unnecessary. Uh, Ian Clarkson. Oh, yeah. (sighs) Bernard Sunscreen. Yeah. Oh, we have some good ones there. Where did they get them from? Four minutes of the show to go, ladies and gentlemen. Go on, go on. Somebody please try and beat Alberto. (laughs) (laughs) Richard, have you you seen the announcers on the country, particularly Germany, the way they introduce teams? Uh, No, Uh, I I don't think so. I've heard them, obviously, but... What what they do, they only for the home... They'll read out the visitors and then... Their own fans, they will read them out and they'll say, uh, I can do it in German. No, no number 22, no, June. And then he stops and all the crowd shout, Bellingham. 
Uh, ah, yeah, I've heard that, the whole yeah. team like that. And it, it's killer. really uplifting, you know. It, it really gets the crowd going. Our friend in our friend in America, Mark Meredith, he he said that the announcer sings a song beginning to as, <laughs> as the yeah, as listen, the players come, listen, and oh, I think that's a great <laughs> idea, Richard. Like, I did that, like, I did do that at Wembley. Oh, put, put on YouTube, American football fans were singing. For <laughs> oh no! You would never, Richard, want to sing mm. at the beginning. <laughs> Well, at, Wembley, at Wembley, uh, I was supposed to have Kevin Francis as a guest and uh, I had all this scripted out for him, uh, the interview, and he never turned up. So my the producer at Wembley on the pitch just gave me a said, uh, tap and said, you're on your own, son. Um, so uh, I had a bit, like two minutes, and then I had to fill the next three minutes. So I just started singing key right onto the fans. It was the best thing I ever did. You know I what? Remember, I remember Rick- the... I remember the marketing department asking me uh, how good it was and saying, can you do that at every home game? And I went, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I think R- you R- should. Richard, yeah. I, I, went, I went to the new camp in Barcelona, right? Uh, I was in Barcelona, so the new camp's there. So you, there was probably, there was no game on. There was more people visiting the new camp than we have mm. uh, at St Andrews on a match day, right? Oh, yeah. I went up to the, the, the stand to get my ticket to get in. This proper fit wench was there, and she goes, um, where are you from? There's no good me saying you, Toxita. <laughs> Birmingham. <gasps> oh, Birmingham. She goes, you like Barcelona? I said, no. No. She says, why are you here? I said, to sing my song. <laughs> when he did all the museum <laughs> tour, sat in the manager's chairs, went up into the stands and sung Cape right onto the end of the road. On my own, in Barcelona, I own the place. <laughs> uh, Delhi Belly Ali. Oh. <laughs> Barry Horn Island. We've got time to book it. Chong and his songs. Otter weather. Otter weather. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh God! Oh Clay, my, Clay, my, my, my! and donkey. Oh no! Guys, can I uh, <laughs> bid you all farewell, please? I have to. Yeah, we're all going now. Richard all Golding, now. you know we're what? You're, you're part of Birmingham City Football Club. You're part of our family. You've been part of this show tonight. Your name is now going to be immortalised forever on the Talk and Talk Show guest board forever. Is, yeah. And it has been an absolute gem and a pleasure to talk to you tonight. Because Thank you, guys. Thanks we, we, we we said we said off air, right? We're not going to ask you con- controversial questions because that's not what we're about. We're about coming here on a Monday night, three, four, five, six blokes in a usually in a room, having a laugh, right? And that's what we've done again tonight. Rich, you've been an absolute blessing for us tonight, and it's been great insight to know what you know what goes on prior to, to games and uh, the, the box and. <laughs> And all sorts of other things. Um, mate, I tell you what, you keep doing what you're doing, but just remember my dream. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. That's Ladies and gentlemen, the Tilton Talk Show is going to leave you now. We've got Mark Andrew Adams, Good evening, everybody. Have a lovely rest of the week. Three We've points got, out of uh, uh, Mr. Victor Down in Green, uh, introduced to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so from Jezza in Breen, thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> See you all next week. Great from Captain Mallorin, Alan Watton, down on the south coast. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody, and thanks for watching. <laughs> oh, bless you, Alan, take care. Uh, from Mrs Brown. Good evening. Goodbye. <laughs>
And from myself, good night, God bless, take care. And of course, tonight is about Ronaldo. The show is dedicated to his family, right? We're a football family. We're, we're all together, no matter what. But Richard, the last words belong to you. So Richard Goldin, what an absolute pleasure and an honour to have you on the show, mate. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you, guys. Take care. And uh, thanks to all the fans for all your support all the time. You're absolutely brilliant. Great set of uh, supporters. And uh, keep right on and let's hope for a a good season next season, guys. We're so happy following the blues. We love you. What more can we say? The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.